Welcome to the Geek Psychology Podcast. This podcast comes from the Geek Psychology YouTube channel, where we use personality type and geek and gaming culture to help you play life better. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And I hope you enjoy the show. How do INFPs deal with the sads? Coming up in this episode, I'm going to talk about many of my experiences just being overwhelmed with sadness and the most important lessons that I've learned in order to combat that and to live a more positive, healthy, wonderful life. What's up, Legend? It's Sherman here from Geek Psychology, where I help geeks, gamers, and creatives to play life better. And we're talking about INFPs and being sad. And what do you do when you're sad? It happens a lot for a lot of us. It used to happen way more for me. Um, I remember in in middle school um, when I was still trying to figure out a, a bunch of stuff. You know, my parents got divorced when I was 10. And, you know, I was, was kind of just trying to piece together my identity and figure out who I was and why I am in this world, why I'm different than everybody else why I felt broken and things like that. And like, I remember um, just breaking down crying in music class on some kind of random song, but like for whatever reason, it just resonated in the right way that I was just like, I'm, I'm done. Um, I remember running out of my science class, maybe it was a biology class or something like that, whatever it is in middle school, um, saying, I'm having a bad life. And I, I ran, I remember my teacher laughed at that. I, I guess it was kind of funny, you know, looking back on it to say I'm having a bad life. Like what is going on there? Um, but yeah, of course there was just tons of, tons of issues like that. Um, I used to, you know, whenever I would fight with my girlfriend of the past, <laughs> um, I would just get so upset and I wouldn't know what to do with that energy that I would just like, I would just go for a run. Like, I'm just going to run as far as I can, kind of like Forrest Gump type thing. Like, I'm just going to just going to go. Um, and that was extremely uh, cathartic and it, it did recenter me. And that was one thing that I did learn that was something that was beneficial. It's like with all this energy, like I had to do something with it. I had to transmute it in some way in order to make a better use of it. Um I, I used to call into work, like whatever I would, some event would happen the night before and I would stay up all night just overthinking it over and over and over again and just working myself up over it. And then I would call into work just saying like, I, I'm miserable. I don't, I can't go to work. I'm just not feeling good. And it wasn't like a sick feeling good. It was just emotionally, I wasn't in a good place to to go to work. And I felt that that trumped, you know, actually performing my job and getting money and stuff like that for performing a task for other people. Uh, of course, self, I say, of course, but if you're an INFP, you probably understand this self-directed violence. Like I wouldn't, I would never hit somebody else or an animal or anything like that, but I would definitely uh, punch walls, which I knew would not give or would give. I definitely had some holes in my walls. Um, punch myself, you know, beat myself up both in internally and 
externally in order to just kind of like do something with that anger. Uh, definitely escaped through drinking and, and fantasy and playing games and things like that, just trying to drown whatever sadness it was so that hopefully the next day I could feel better. Uh, so those are some of the things that I've done. So I'm the reason I'm saying these is because I want you to know, like, if you do those, you're not alone and it's okay. I mean, it's not, it's not good, right? There are better ways of, of using that, of wielding your strong emotions, but it happens like it's, it's happened to me, right? And I'm not, I have not arrived, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm not saintly or anything like that. And yet I do feel that I have, have definitely regained control over my life and I've made myself somebody that I'm proud to be. I've made myself a role model for my, my daughter, my wife. I, I hope you have put in the time, put in the effort to change that stuff because that was not serving me and it's not serving you either. Like if you are overwhelming yourself with these strong emotions and things like that, because it is something that you are doing to yourself. Sorry to, to break that to you. Like somebody else does not control your emotions necessarily. It's your interpretation of the event and the meaning that you've attached to it that is making it turn out that way and creating those chemicals and things like that. And you have a strategy for doing that. So in, in some way, congratulations, like you've, you've done a good job at mastering how to uh, tap into very strong emotions, right? So why not use those for a better purpose? And the best way that I have learned to do that is the one that I've said before about like using that energy, like expelling that energy, expending it, doing something physical. Um, because the issue is, is kind of like you're too stuck in your head, right? Or your heart. You're too stuck in your heart. Okay. It's a good place to be. It's nice sometimes. And yet also, uh, you just shouldn't stay there the whole time and continuing to get that like feedback loop of just more and more um, stronger emotions that are not actually helping you be in a more resourceful position where you can do the things that are better for you in your life and for other people. You know, like being happy trumps being depressed, right? And in order to, to get out of your head, it's important to do stuff in the outer world. Right? Taking actions, uh, you know, experimenting, creating things, doing art even, right? And I, I know a lot of INFPs uh, who have like, well, I kind of don't want to be happier because when I'm sad, when I'm depressed, when I'm miserable is when I create the best art. Like that's when I write my poetry. That's when I do my songs. And it's like attached to that feeling, right? And so a lot of us are afraid of becoming more of who we could become. And that's something uh, that's, that's really important to think about. And it has a lot of baggage, a lot of just stuff attached to it, you know, like you beating yourself up, holding yourself back, you know, keeping yourself stuck, getting in your own way, um, all because, you know, part of you is afraid that, well, what, what might happen if you are happier? What might happen to you, to the world? Um, 
you know, I definitely went through thoughts of like, well, if I'm happy, then, um, you know, somewhere down the line, I'm going to hurt somebody. Like somebody's going to fall in love with me and then I'm going to do something bad. I'm just going to stop thinking so deeply about things. I'm going to be happy-go-lucky and create the wrong circumstances and situations for other people. Um, but I really now, like looking back, I'm 37 now, looking back in my 20s and even my early 30s, um, that there really wasn't a, a great way of thinking. I'm sure it did. It got me to where I am, right? That's cool. That's good. That's a good thing, right? I don't necessarily regret the past decisions that I made because that made me who I am now. But were they really helpful to the world? Like I could have, I could have been on this journey. I could have been making these videos and stuff like that a decade earlier, right? And wow, what, what would have happened then? Like, where would my life be then? And for you too, like, this is not just, just about me, right? I'm really hoping that you are, um, mirroring your own life on the other side of these metaphors and the stories that I'm saying. Um, but like, yeah, what would, what would happen if you took control over your emotions and your life 10 years ago? I mean, unless you're like 17 and you're watching this, um, you know, you're probably in your twenties, mid twenties, probably a female just based off analytics, you know, like the world could be completely different because of your positive influence, because of who you are, um, and living to a higher level of your being, you know, um, and that's something that I really talk about a lot in this channel is like the world needs heroes. The world needs you to be the best version of you that you can be because you have a specific amount, like specific strengths and skills and talents we need, right? We're lacking, we're sorely lacking introverted feeling in the world today. And another thing I, I think is really important to understand is the, the concept of parts. Um, as an INFP, you probably understand that, you know, you got different parts of you, right? You have these fractured mini personalities and stuff like that. You have sub personalities, whatever, whatever you want to call it, different characters within you that you play at different times and stuff like that. Um, you know, party wants to go to the gym, party wants to just stay at home and eat chocolate, right? Party wants to um, go talk to somebody, part of you is afraid to, right? Part of you wants to feel sad and many other parts want you to feel happy. And thinking about it like that and treating that part like you would treat anybody else, I think is extremely important. Knowing that that part that is keeping you sad or making you sad, um, one has been kind of trained to do that somewhere probably when you were, you know, between one and seven years old. Uh, it learned a strategy and it's been repeating that throughout your life. And knowing that every part of you is is really there to serve you. Like if, if a depressive part, a depressing part results in you dying, that part stops existing. So it, it does not want that right? It wants you to do something or feel something or have something. The number one thing that I think it wants because of my own experiences and stuff like that is to feel strong emotions because strong emotions make you feel alive. 
in some way because strong emotions make you, you know, tap into introverted feeling and, and, you know, figure out more about who you are and your identity and what's important to you in life and what are the things that you don't like. And it, it also leads to that creation of art. Not always, it doesn't have to, but that is the pattern that it's probably learned, right? Like when I get sad, I go through all these emotions and I probably, I write something, I play some music, I create something, and then I'm, I feel better because I've actually created this thing in the outer world. Give me a like or comment down below if that made sense to you, because definitely been there. Um, and yet it doesn't have to be like that, right? But having that appreciation for the part is, I think, one major step. And it's also something that I, I talk about all the time with clients and stuff like that is, is how do we get that part working towards a more holistic ecological goal for your life, right? Like you can reason with these parts within you. You can reason with the different aspects of yourself. And it's really, it's neurologically activated pathways, right? That like, it just, it triggers you when you're in a certain context to act a certain way, to think a certain way, to behave, to have certain emotions. It even has, you know, there's research about different eyesight and allergies and things like that, different memories that these parts, these characters have access to. And if you are constantly activating a, a sad part, then you are going to like, it's like wearing the, the lens, the goggles of that part and everything you see starts to um, be coated, coated and coded uh, with the, that perception. Right? If you are sad and you look at your past and you start remembering stuff, you're going to remember it in a sad way. Right? So shaping that, shifting that, and um, using it to benefit yourself, that knowledge is a really important thing. And it's actually really easy. Um, I never would have guessed that you know, when I was younger. I never would have thought that like, I could actually control my emotions in the ways that I wanted. It was always a goal. Like that, that's, I wanted to be more in control of my feelings, my emotions, my actions, and my thoughts and things like that. Um, but I think I didn't actually think that it was really possible. Like, like it's just so overwhelming, right? And what do you do with that? But it is. It's There are several simple techniques and things like that. Um, some you can look up on your own, like Tapping EFT is, is one that I highly recommend to clients. Um, or if this made sense to you and you're ready to start living a better life and regain control of the different parts of yourself and to stop being sad and start being motivated and positive and um, at cause for creating the, the better life that you want to have and you don't want to wake up someday thinking about, you know, waste in the past, 10, 20, 30 years. Uh, I've done that, right? I look back, it was like, wow, I wasted the last 10 years. Crap. <laughs> like, what am I going to do now? That's not a good feeling. That's something that I, I run from now towards more positive, um, you know, control over my life and helping people and uh, creating better relationships and creating a better, stronger, more robust, resilient identity for myself. And if that sounds like something you want to do, go to infp.geekpsychology.com 
and sign up for the masterclass, the INFP masterclass, where you learn a lot of these skills that took me years and years and thousands and thousands of dollars to learn that I've put into this INFP-friendly package. Let me know down below in the comments also what has helped you, what have you done, and keep up the lifelong questing. Good luck, have fun. I love you. You can do it. Peace. Thanks for listening, and I hope you got something out of it. I know that by listening to this podcast, it means that you're ready to take your life to the next level, and I'm so excited to help you do it. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, lack of motivation, or you're just looking for your spark and purpose, I have many courses and a one-on-one coaching service available to you to help you get out of your own way and be happy. So head on over to geekpsychology.com to get started. See you there.